Hey everybody, this is sort of episode 94 of I Only Like Their Old Stuff. Groove and myself, J-Ho, are still on vacation um, because we had such a great holiday that we just had to supersize it. And we're taking another week off, but next week we will have a new show. And this week we're going to leave you with one of Groove's favorite episodes. Uh, one of mine too. Uh, one of our best from the early days. Uh, this is episode number five, Lucky Charms, JBCs, and Sushi. And uh, you'll get a chance to, if you haven't heard it before, hear about our uh, sort of spectrum of breakfast cereals. We hope that you like it. Check out some of our old stuff, and uh, we will see you next week. So this is sort of episode 94, and sort of episode 5, re- relaunched, rebooted, uh, reloaded. Episode 5, reloaded. Episode 94. Something like that. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Check this out. Episode 5 of I Only Like Their Old Stuff. This week's show is called uh, Lucky Charms, JBCs, and Sushi. Uh, I'm J-Ho, and this is Groove. hey What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> nice start to the show there. Uh, okay. Usually when, 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 when Jake and I call each other on the phone, and this is ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but if you listen to this podcast, then you're probably just as ridiculous as we are, and you may as well try it, too. If you know anybody else that listens to this podcast, call them and start out, but between the two of you, just say what's up to each other until one of you breaks and starts laughing, because it's fun. I mean, it definitely comes from that Budweiser commercial kind of thing. A little bit of it, but it's... It's similar in style. I mean, that's where... Uh, it's different for heavily from that, but yeah, we just yeah. like when we call each other, we spend a good two minutes sometimes just saying dumb shit like that to each other. It whittles down from, from what's up to just nah. uh, uh, uh. Eh. It just <laughs> as as with everything between us, it becomes a competition <laughs> to see if you can make the other person laugh or quit. Or give up. <laughs> yeah, and start and start actually talking about something. The best thing, the, 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 the best and worst thing about it is is when you answer the phone in front of somebody else. <laughs> yeah. And you you know you have to play that game. You have to say what's what's and you just you're doing it constantly in front of somebody that's just staring at you, looking, you know, well, at you. Like I find myself like putting my hand over the receiver a little bit. And kind of like acting like, uh, what's up? Oh, uh, I don't hide it at all. You know, it depends know. on who I'm around. If I'm if I'm somewhere like in a public place, like you know, with people that don't know me at all, I might be a little. That's when I do it more. You would. Well, it's it's basically a competition to see who can kind of annoy the other person first with that. I'm usually the one that starts to laugh first. Yeah. Because. <laughs> Because it's hilarious. Because it it came organically, we never mentioned it. Yeah, we just, we just started, started doing, doing it. it, and then and now we've we've we know the rules of the game, which doesn't really help. But we'll and we'll mix it up every now and then. We got a couple other variations like, hey, 
Oh, nobody's listening anymore. There's only one person, Why are we talking about only this? One person listening. We need, we need to stop and start over. We'll cut this out in editing, folks. <laughs> Fuck <Or>. that. <laughs> no, I was kidding. I'm oh, shoot. That's $21. This episode. I just started. What? I just, I, I'm, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to stop cussing. Oh, why? Because. I want to be pure. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I want to be. Seriously, I want to be why? healthy, healthy, healthy in my living. I want to. I want to be have integrity in the way I speak as well as Get the way I that behave. hippie shit out of here. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just trying not to because some people don't cuss and they sound. Uh, you don't even notice it. Oh you know? God! I never. Thought, rather... I never thought you'd sell out like that. I've tried to do this every year. Every well, year. It's just words, so it's man. Gonna... It's just words. It's not just words. It is. I don't say it to my mom or anything, but well, I oh. see that's that's why I'm trying this two week cleanse <sighs> because because I can't I I was because I was around some kids the other day and I was just just my speech was just foul, man. It was well, foul. You have to know when to turn it off. You have to be responsible with it. I don't well, do it that's around why you gotta, Well, every now and again, I need to go through this cleanse because if I don't, then I'm, I can't control it. So I'm trying to control it now. All right. And I think it's I'm lame. I'm trying to control it. I'm just gonna, well, I don't... Email us at IonlyLikeTheirOldStuff at gmail.com and tell us whether or not you think it's lame. Whether or not you think Groove's mouth cleanse is lame language cleanse two weeks i've got 21 i've cursed 21 times since oh my god you have a count of it yeah because i'm putting a dollar in a jar dude you've gotten so soft i've not gotten soft you have that's, it's hard that's it's soft hard. that's soft. not cussing that is it's soft hard. that's hard no, don't even try that it's true don't you even know try true. that i may as well cut the sleeves off my shirt yeah hard legger style i'm just finding more creative ways to uh you know to communicate that's all. All right. Just, well, excuse me for challenging myself. Yeah, I do excuse you. <laughs> I knew as I wasn't even gonna bring. I knew as soon as as soon as I was gonna mention, if I mentioned this, you would have said. Well, I'll that's one of those that. things you should you should know better than to mention that around me. Well, that's bullshit. It's like it's, it's, it is. I I was talking. I was actually I was talking to Barrett, uh, super fan Barrett on the phone, saying because uh, she knows about the, the two week. <laughs> cleanse and uh and i it's very similar to people that eat meat and vegetarians when you bring up that you try not to cuss it's uh, it's as if you 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 just told somebody you were vegan yeah somebody get that just, shit out of here that's what i say to that too <laughs> get that shit out of here <laughs> okay. go, go put on some patchouli and call me later by the way the other just the other day i told mckenzie that i wanted to become vegetarian and, um, oh my God! That, uh, <laughs> and she apparently she went out for Mother's Day uh, just yesterday with um, with her mom and her dad, and she told them that I was going to be a vegetarian, and they didn't believe her. And so they sent some leftovers with her um, for me, and in one box was like spaghetti with meatballs and sausage, mm. and and it looked real good. And then the other one had like a grilled zucchini. And like like a bunch of lame like squash and eggplant like lame vegetables yeah. not cool vegetables you know like disgusting ones and and her mom 
um, uh, her mom said, well, just go give him both these boxes and see which one he wants to eat. <laughs> see if he really wants to be a vegetarian. And then I had actually called her without knowing that she had said that to wish her a happy Mother's Day. And she's like, so which box did you eat? I said, oh, I had that spaghetti. It was delicious. Why? She's like, oh, I guess you're not going to be a vegetarian. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. Get that shit out of here. Get it out. Uh, Get out. Yeah, for the couple of people who are still listening to the podcast this week, um, now that welcome we've alienated all of you, welcome to the well, show. <laughs> welcome to the show. We're, well, the truth is, let's go ahead and break it out. The, what, like the majority of our listeners listen on Max. So they probably all are vegetarians, and none of them cuss. I'm trying to change so. that. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get Kevin Delion, who's our webmaster, to uh to block any accounts. They're using <laughs> a Mac to try to download so the podcast. So. Our downloads will go from <laughs> yeah from a hundred down to twelve. It's the principle oh. of the thing, man. You got to stand for something, or you'll 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 sit down or something. You'll sit. <laughs> Whether you fall for anything. You're going to stand on an operating system? Yeah, take a stand on an operating system. Let's not get into this Mac thing this week. we got to save that for the future. Speaking of saving things for the future, we, uh, we're we just out to disappoint this week. Um, yeah, we decided that's what we're doing. We're just disappointing people. Just disapp- the hearts are breaking all over America right now. now. You, yeah, you, you're getting a taste of what my family has felt like all, this, all these years that they've had to deal with me. A little disappointment. Um, so we're going to postpone yet again the music episode because, uh, we didn't think you guys wanted it bad enough. Um, we didn't get, we didn't get no emails about music, concerts or anything. So we're going to put, we're going to put, we're going to postpone it. Now, really, we didn't do our, uh, we didn't do enough preparation to do it right, so. We well, decided we, to save it. We had planned to go to a concert together last night, Mother's Day, Sunday night, in Atlanta, and it turns out we just scheduling whatnot. We it just, just didn't happen, so yeah, couldn't do it. We're gonna hold off and wait until we're ready to do the music episode, but we will do it. So I know you're all excited about it, even though you didn't email us. <laughs> Except Charlotte. <laughs> Except for Charlotte. Um. <laughs> so this week we got a little. We're gonna talk about some something close to our hearts. So. Well, hold on now. Well, I'm, Every, yeah, I'm just saying. Everybody's everybody's just, dying to hear who won. Who won? Nobody's who, dying to hear that. There's everybody's dying, dying to hear that. who won. Number one fan and the newest number one hater. <laughs> All right, so you've got the number one fan and the number one hater this week, so go for it. I do. I do have the number one fan. Number one. Which one do you want to hear first? Number one fan. Really? You'd rather hear the good news first? Yeah. Than the bad news? All right, fine. Uh, number one fan is this. This week is our buddy Adam down in Florida. You can find him on Twitter at Gulfstream Blues on Twitter. He's a. Uh, um, he's actually. <laughs> He's been in contention for number one fan since the first episode, which was show. now, you know, it's actually a milestone, which was over a month ago now wow. that we started the podcast. And um, Adam's also uh, often known as Dat Dude. <laughs> <laughs> D-A-T Dude. D-A-T Dude. Dat yeah. Dude. He, um, he actually, he, um, he tweets about it. He said it was, it's better than Monday Night Raw and Monday Night Football. Football combined, yeah. Sometime. Yeah, so... Really uh, happy to have Adam listening to us, Shit. that dude. 
Um, he's just a nice people. guy, man. This is a nice dude. He's just that dude. He's one of those guys that doesn't say much, but when he does say something, it'll floor you. Yeah. You know, it's either really insightful or really funny. Yeah. And he probably hates that we just said that right now. He's like, oh, oh. Why, why are you going to say that? Ruining his street cred. He's, he, he, would, he would say something to the effect that we talk too much, and he doesn't actually talk too little. It's that we talk too much. I tell you, my favorite, my, Adam lives in South Florida, and my favorite memory of Adam was going to this, uh, when I was down in Florida doing some work, and he took me out to this, uh, to this mall where they had a sushi restaurant, and, uh, it was like a nice place, and we just, like, went to just kind of hang out, and I don't know if we even ate or anything, but they had this DJ there, and he was the worst DJ, honestly, worse than the prom DJ guy, the worst DJ I've ever seen in my life. Just yeah. every cliche about a DJ, but he thought he was real cool. He had like the shirt unbuttoned, you know, like had his hair gelled and everything. And we were just laughing his, asses off about it. Had his chest hair gelled. Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, <laughs> uh, he was he was pulling out all the all the stops. It was great. So yeah, so I got to see the worst DJ in the world with Adam a couple years back. And Adam's a DJ too. He he plays some music. Yeah, he um, he knows he's real up on like a lot of the uh, electronic music and stuff. He... Well, there you go. Follow him on Twitter, Gulfstream yeah. Blues. He'll hype you this good gets, stuff. So if he gets it, well, yeah, he only tweets. He'll he'll tweet in, in spurts. He'll tweet like at least like once or twice a day for like a week, and then he'll disappear for a month, which is very similar to how he lives his life. At least how our relationship's gone. Yeah. We, like, talk a lot and, like, catch up and, like, wow, we're, yeah. And then not I talk to him for, like, a year. And he just kind of wanders the earth. He does. He is wandering yeah. the earth. He's just spreading the, the hype. <laughs> yeah. That dude. All right, well, uh, number one hater this uh, you know, uh, I just got to, no, never mind. Um, number one hater this week is uh, Sepku friend of ours, uh, actually a friend of mine from college when I went up to school in the Northeast, a uh, friend of ours on Xbox Live, his gamer tag is Sepku, S-E-P-K-U. <laughs> um, the spamming. You, you, can, you can find him on, uh, on our page on iTunes under the review section. Uh, he left <clears throat> a, a review that was something to be desired. And here's the thing. Here's what it comes down to. We were talking on Xbox Live just the other day, and um, he's, a, he's a good friend of mine, good friend, but he gave us four stars, and he hadn't even listened to the podcast until, uh, he claims that he listened to it, but I'm not sure he did. I think he was just giving us four stars well, just to spite us. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, his po- his review is like just kind of some funny s- stuff or whatever. But it was the lonely island. I'm on a boat and fused with the review. Which is which is he often sends me texts of little like things that were hyped on, like funny stuff that were hyped on, like quotes from songs and stuff. Um, which yeah, yeah, it's a fitting review from him. But it's like, come on, man. Like, I mean, both of us know him fairly well. You know him a lot better than I do, but we both know him pretty well talk to him more than I talk to a lot of people every week. And you can't give us five stars? <laughs> I mean, damn. It's not like it's the greatest podcast in the world, but 
I would hope my friends, I mean, even if you didn't well, we think had... it was a five-star podcast, I would hope that my friends would put five stars on there. The thing is, is that we've had 11 reviews. Ten of them have been five stars, and one of them is four stars. So it just sticks out like a sore thumb. Not that, I mean, I don't really care. I mean, four stars, is still better than three. You know, I'm, we're still on the podium there. It's the principle of the thing, though, man. Even if you didn't thing. think it was a five-star podcast, hook, hook a friend up. <laughs> you know, like... Come on, be supportive. It's like we can't ever get that back. <laughs> can't ever get that perfect rating back. We'll never be flawless. No. Maybe he could change it. Thanks, friend. I don't think you can. I think that's it. No, For, that's forever. It. Forever. Yeah. Forever. You're going to get us canceled. You're going to get us canceled. Well. It made uh, our popularity go down, I think. Well, he's gonna he's gonna get on there, and if he can change it, he's gonna put it at three. Yeah. yeah. Now, if he listens to it, which I don't think he does. No, so. he doesn't. So he won't ever hear this. Yeah. Moving on this week. Um, so this week's theme is gonna be uh, food, something near and dear to our hearts. So we're gonna talk about some. Based on the conversation we had last night, we decided that we like food so much that we're gonna we're gonna talk about it a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, it it started out me telling uh, Jigga that I knew what my what's the hype is going to be this week, uh, and as you guys know, we don't really, excuse me, like to talk about them that much because if, here's the classic reason why we don't d- want to discuss what's the hype with each other because I told him, yo, check it out, I know what my what's the hype's going to be tomorrow when we record. Jigga goes, what is it? Yeah, <laughs> and I go. It's cereal, dude, because, okay, I'll just start it out. I'll, 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 I'll start it out here. When I grew up, the, cere- the we had three types of cereals in my house, okay? We had three cereals from when I was born all the way up until I left my house, okay, at my mom's house. It was Total, Total Raisin Bran, and Basic Four. Oh, Basic, oh. four, basic four was awesome. It was so good because you had dates in it, and yeah. the dates were like, oh, they're so delicious, delicious. So that was the out of the cereals you were exposed to as a child. That was the treat. That was it. Yeah, okay, that so, was the treat. Yeah. Well, I started going to summer camp, and at summer camp, every now and again, a little a little box of sugar cereal would pop up somewhere. And it was like, who was going to be able to get some of that sugar cereal? I mean, like the cereals at the summer camp. I mean, they they had like your classics, you know. But then they also had like like Fruit Loops, and like Lucky Charms, and Fruity Pebbles. And so it, that was where <laughs> I got my only, only really my only exposure to sugary cereals, unless I was like spending the night over a friend's house. But I didn't hardly ever do that. Because get this, when I was like, I, literally, when I was like eight years old, and I came home from school on a Friday afternoon and said, Mom, can I go over to, you know, Jason's house to spend the night this weekend? My mom would say, no, because you need to learn how to plan ahead. Now, you should have asked me yesterday. Damn. That's how, that's how Damn. it went. That's how it went. That's how it went. I, eight years old. Well. Plan ahead is like. I'm going to go somewhere in five minutes. That's what planning ahead is to an yeah. eight-year-old. You know, so I didn't really get to spend the night over at anybody else's house as a kid. And, um, and so I, didn't re- I just never really got that many sugary cereals. So I came up 
in a total total raisin bran and basic four household. Did you and so, then, did you know that this that the sugary cereals existed? Did you know the extent definitely. of the sugary cereals? So you yeah, because I had to go grocery shopping with my with my mom. Yeah, I mean she would you know she would take us to the grocery store and just you know make us you know I mean she put us to work man that's how we that's how it was in the in the Ethier Sanders household as yeah. a kid and um and so I could we would walk down this aisle you know that looked like a mile long and it had like thousands upon thousands of cereals because this was like the, the time of the cereal boom when you had like tons of cereal commercials on television you don't really see it too much anymore. You know, but it was like tons of cereal commercials on the television, and I would just see, you know, tricks and like, you know, I mean, everything and Count Chocula and all that kind of stuff. And I just always, I never stopped asking, but I never received any kind of sugary. Never once did a sugar cereal <laughs> come underneath the root. Not even for Christmas. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Never. And so. That's funny to I, me. Cause, yeah. Well, just just the other day, I was going I was going to um, pick up some some groceries, and I wound up liberating myself, and I picked up cinnamon toast crunch and Lucky Charms, and I I need to take back my statement. I do remember being able to eat cinnamon toast crunch once in a blue moon. I think it was at my mom's house. I can't remember. Maybe it was at my dad's house. Anyways, so I got a box of cinnamon toast crunch and a box of. Uh, of uh, Lucky Charms, and I bought that on Saturday morning, and I'm already finished with it on Monday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, so I, I get this call from Groove as I as I often do, uh, and he's like, "Man, I got some of that cinnamon toast crunch." It's like obviously this new thing for him, and I'm like, "Oh, really?" Because I anybody that knows me, you know that I'm a I'm a cereal connoisseur. And I love some shitty cereal, like some real bad for you cereal. Uh, yeah, cause so I, it may as well not be called cereal. Right. My no, my no experience shit. my experience of growing up was completely different from yours. My mom allowed us to have what cereal we wanted. Now, cereal's kind of expensive, and it was even back then. So like we wouldn't like get it all the time. But if I wanted yeah. some sugary cereal, I would get it. You know. And my yeah. mom, you know, not to say that my mom was irresponsible about it. She wouldn't, like, let me sit down and eat a whole box of Lucky Charms, you know. Yeah, well, Pace. yeah, we were limited to two bowls of cereal. But she she didn't, like, but, you know, she she paced me on it, but she didn't limit what kind of cereal I could have because she didn't see anything wrong with me eating the sugary cereals. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I grew to, like, really love, like, Lucky Charms, Count Chocula. And uh, as I've grown up, I still, I, I've tried to, like, Eat the grown-up cereal, and I just can't. I can't do it for very long. I can do it yeah. if I have to, but so it's like for me, there's this cereal hierarchy, and you've got the healthy cereals on one end of the hierarchy, like the spectrum, if you will. Which uh, the quintessential would be total. Right. And to me, total. Uh, it's the one good thing about my upbringing was that now I, I can eat total, and total is delicious to me. Um, so you've been conditioned to be okay with eating that. Well, yeah, and if yeah. you look at the side, you know, that has all the nutritional facts, Total is like the gold medal. I don't even understand how Wheaties ever got. I mean, all Wheaties does is get an athlete on the cover. What Total does is they get those, those – if you just look at the nutritional facts, they've got stuff there. You get 100% of everything, including stuff you never even knew existed. 
It's, it's yeah, total. 100%. It's total. total. <laughs> yeah. That's why they call it total. It's a fitting name. So, yeah. yeah, so one end of the spectrum, the healthy end of the spectrum, is total. And then you have the awesome end of the spectrum on the other side, <laughs> which is uh, my my other side would be Count Chocula. Oh. I know that you don't like chocolate, but it's chocolate. That cereal is all made of chocolate. It's chocolate. The little shitty pieces in it are chocolate, and it's with chocolate marshmallows. And you you might find yourself wanting to put chocolate milk on it. And if you don't put chocolate milk on it, if you put normal milk on it, it makes chocolate milk. Okay? So you've got total on one end, count chocolate on the other end. In the middle, you have, like, as you start to get past, right past the middle is, like, kicks. Which they yeah. try to pass off as some sugary kid, syrup. Kid tested, mother approved. Yeah, that's some bullshit. My mom brought home kicks one time, and it was a sad week in our house. <laughs> we were just like staring at the bowl, frowning, just kind of like picking up the cereal and dropping it in the bowl, you know? Like, you, wh- what is do this? You, do you drink a lot of, do you have a lot of milk on your cereal or just a little bit? Like, what do you fill it up to? Do you fill it up to where the, the, the cereal starts to move? Do you fill it up? This is the, this is one of those classic out? Seinfeld routines, I think. The in I oh, think really? the first episode, yeah, because they did it in the last episode of Seinfeld too. I think in the first episode, he has this whole monologue about how he like how what he likes his cereal to be like with his milk. Oh, yeah, um, then we but, better, we better no, we can away. talk about it because it's it's a relevant point. Okay. Um, it, I like for my cereal to be floating in it. Like I like yeah. to have enough to where it's floating around in it. Okay, so you pour it until the cereal starts to move up to the top of the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like, stop it right before the 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 cereal starts to overflow out of the sides of the. Uh, yeah. Bowl. I like it to float free. How big is the bowl that you eat it out of? I don't know. Okay. You know, like I mean, a cereal bowl. Uh, cereal, yeah, <laughs> cereal bowl. I might get it. Yeah. It's not. I don't get like a hubcap or anything and eat it out of that. <laughs> Well, that's what I've been doing. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been eating that cinnamon toast crunch. I got, I got. Let's see, one. I got three bowls out of that one box. Out of cinnamon three, toast crunch. Out of the cinnamon toast crunch. You eating it in like a, one of those big bowls that you serve salad out of. That's exactly what I was, not a salad out of, but I was eating it out of a bowl that you could fit an entire box of macaroni and cheese in. Right. Like that would serve a family. That's what I was eating. It's like a mixing bowl or a serving bowl. Once again, I'm like, I'm getting to experience my childhood now. Playing video games, reading comic books. Eating sugary cereal. Eating shitty, shitty cereal. Shitty for you cereal, but it's good. That's $22 and $23, by the way. Well, to be fair, to be fair. Cinnamon Toast Crunch comes in what I like to call the premium box, yeah, which looks like a normal cereal box, but you turn it to the side and it's as thin as like a, uh, I don't know, a, it's thinner a than the case. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like it's it fools you, and then the, yeah. and then inside of that they have the bag of cereal, and the bag of cereal is often half full. Mhm. So you've got like two bowls at the most, really, out of Cinnamon mm-hmm. Toast Crunch. And then uh, you were telling me that last night, the best thing about Cinnamon Toast Crunch is that last bowl because you get this cinnamon dust in the end, and it makes the cinnamon milk. And so then you tip that up to your lips. It's like manna from heaven. But you got jumped on that, didn't you? I did. I was really excited about getting the um, that dust. Because you're experiencing this for 
I'm trying to wrap my wrap my mind around that. This is this is literally like my third cinnamon toast crunch box in my life, and and I and I'm pouring it, and I know I know from eating anything, you know. I mean, you eat anything. I mean, shredded mini wheats. The end of it, you know, you've got the dust at the end with all the sugar that 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 weird like blow towards dried sugar <laughs> yeah you know that comes out and so i was really expecting it and i don't any wheats like is it. right next to kicks by the way <laughs> is it on the awesome side or the healthy side it's, it's towards the awesome side because it okay, is really okay. sweet when you if you turn it if you turn the mini wheat the correct side down on your tongue because yeah. it's only sugary on one side then you know yeah. it, it puts it a little bit ahead of kicks <laughs> Well, the um, yeah, so none of the dust came out. And besides, um, my cats really, they really like it when I eat cereal because they get just a wee bit of milk, and uh, <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter where in the house they are. I've got them trained. When I'm done with my with my cereal, I walk over to where their food is, and I just tap the side of the bowl. Yeah. With my spoon, and they just come flying. It's like there's five cats in the house. They come flying over the refrigerator and through the window and stuff. It's crazy. So. My cats know better than that because they ain't getting a drop of that milk. That's for me. That's, <laughs> that's part of eating a bowl of cereal is, is is drinking that milk at the end. Well, I drink it all except for, like, enough for them just to have a little taste. And yeah. some of it, actually, the – the last of the of the cinnamon toast crunch, they did not drink any of it. <laughs> they yeah. refused it. Yeah, they were Which like, no. Nah. say something about the makeup of the cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> <laughs> the animals will not will not touch it. I just tell my cats, get lost. You know better. Get out of here. Get lost. Go get a job. You get your own cereal. <laughs> so well, I'm I'm looking forward to my favorite. See, my count chocula. Is um is fruity pebbles because I've had I've had literally like five bowls of fruity pebbles in my life and they were awesome. They were well, that, so that's, good. It's, it's funny because you're you know that that's your experience has led you to that to that being the holy grail of cereal for you. Yeah. But for me, fruity pebbles, man, that's amateur shit. <laughs> that's just like that's beneath me. I'll eat fruity pebbles. That's when when I want to be healthy. I eat free pebbles. <laughs> well, I was about. I, I actually set out last night on a mission. I was going to go out and get fruity pebbles for this morning, and it, I just it fell through. And I'm I'm really looking forward to going grocery shopping again because now, now that I'm like liberated, I'm going to get one healthy cereal and one sugary cereal every time I go to the grocery store. And I'm going to try to balance the two out. And I might mix my fruity pebbles with my total. Oh, man. that's a shame. You can't do that. Promise me you no. won't do that. I, I I'll tell you, the Fruity Pebbles, um, the thing that – the reason I ate Fruity Pebbles as a kid is they had – when they used to put good toys in cereal, Fruity Pebbles had the best toys. Um, they always had these little, like, plastic submarines that you could put baking soda in, and somehow they would, like, dive and rise and dive in your bathtub or whatever, um, and these little, like, planes and stuff in there. But it was one of those – I didn't really like Fruity Pebbles that much, so it was one of those things where, like, I gambled on it. I'd be like, man, I want to get that toy, so I'm going to get these Fruity Pebbles this week. And then I'd be disappointed for the week. <laughs> You'd pour the pour the cereal out just to get the toy right when you get home? Yeah, and then I'd be like, man, now i got to eat all these Fruity Pebbles before I can get something good like Lucky Charms or something. Lucky Charms, there's a lot that – 
can be said about how somebody eats Lucky Charms. Yeah, so because give me. I, I well, I no. I'm the type of person that eats all the little the the healthy bits. The cat food pieces. <laughs> they look just like cat food. Don't deny it. It looks just like cat food. The cat food pieces. You got the marshmallows and the cat food pieces and Lucky Charms. Well, that's what I eat the cat food pieces first. I actually, I, I finished off my Lucky Charms today, and I was just, at, it was the second bowl, you know, where you keep milk in for the first bowl. Yeah. And you pour just a little bit more in for the second bowl. Right. And I had an entire, an, it was double stacked. It wasn't just the rim, you know, the, the top of the milk wasn't just marshmallows. It was, there were marshmallows underneath that too. Yeah. But I got, I went so, <clears throat> I was so focused on it that I would swipe the bottom of my spoon on the edge of the bowl when I was eating the cat food pieces because you know how the marshmallows stick to the bottom of your spoon yeah, uh-huh. sometimes when they get wet you, or whatever. You didn't, want, so I, you didn't want one sneaking in there and tempting you right. to eat the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was amazing because, um, Mackenzie was over here yesterday, and she had asked for a bowl of Lucky Charms because she saw me eating them, and they're delicious. And um, I was watching her eat them, and I just assumed that everybody ate them the same way I did. Um, and, and if anything, that Mackenzie would be doing that because she really enjoys some sweet-tasting food. And But she was eating them just like all just unfocused, just just eating it together. together but you, what you wanted is here. you wanted to suffer through the cat food pieces so that you could have a couple bites of all marshmallow. Right, that's exact. I mean, that's yeah. my last like eight spoonfuls were just marshmallows, and it actually got to the point where I was like, uh, this, "This is a lot of marshmallows." <laughs> yeah, I use that. I use that technique sometimes, but I just scoop the cat food pieces out and throw them in the trash. That's a true person that grew up on sugary cereal. Yeah, and I've eaten Lucky Charms for so many years that I've seen the changes in the marshmallows, and I can I I can tell you the the the, basically the the years when the marshmallows changed because over time there's a couple marshmallows that stayed the same. But then they like they have these promotions where they have to try to outdo what they did last time with the marshmallows, and so it used to be all the marshmallows were about the same size and everything was really balanced and it was great because you had like you know when you had a bite of marshmallow it was all they were all about the same, but then they started introducing these giant marshmallows into them. So you got the normal size marshmallows and then these marshmallows that are like the size of three marshmallows. Yeah, I believe one of them is the hourglass marshmallow, and they used to. They used to have a clover. Yeah, they used to have a four-leaf clover um, marshmallow, but now it's like some bullshit four-leaf clover inside of a hat thing, and it's giant. You can almost break it up and make four little marshmallows out of it, and it kind of pisses me off. It just like throws off my whole balance, my whole There's feng shui of my of my Lucky Charms. There's the rainbows and the horseshoes, and the hourglass and the hat. And there's a, a bucket of gold. Right, and the bucket of gold is ridiculous because it doesn't look like a bucket of gold. No. Giant. It's this giant marshmallow. So they had the same they had the same marshmallows in it for years and years. And where they started going wrong was with the purple horseshoes, because they introduced <laughs> the purple horseshoes and people liked them, and so they were like, man, now we can open up to just like. Throw in all kind of ridiculous marshmallows. But if you think about it, the horseshoe doesn't fit with the theme, really. I mean, the horseshoe is considered to be lucky, but if you're thinking like 
the lucky charms and this Irish, you know, guy at the end of a rainbow with a bucket of gold. Yeah, I mean, everything else fits except for this horseshoe. And it's no, no, purple. no. I'm gonna give you one that's worse than the horseshoe. Is they after the horseshoe they introduce red balloons. Oh, that's right. Red balloons are in there. Look it up. Look at this stuff up on Wikipedia. I'm telling you the truth. Horseshoes and then red balloons. That's what the horseshoes led to was the red balloons. What kind of lucky charm is a red balloon? How is a red balloon lucky? How is a balloon lucky? I hate balloons. <laughs> balloons are just stress. They <laughs> are because you never know when it's going to pop. If you're blowing up the balloon, I have anxiety when I have to blow up a balloon. Cause I'm You've also got the he- helium balloons, you know, and you're scared to let the helium balloon go because it's going to go away. Yeah. So. so a I'm balloon actually... is anxiety on a string for me. <laughs> Nothing lucky about it at all. So get that shit, get that shit out of my cereal. <laughs> and then uh, after that, it's just like, well, we might as well put in an hourglass. What the hell does the hourglass have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got an hourglass right now because I was thinking about maybe an actual to hourglass. Stick to, yeah, and and I flipped it up when we started this, and we've been talking about cereal for more than a half an hour. Well, it's, it's a deep, it's a deep and cultural uh, topic, I think. Well, so I'm getting rehype on cereal. I haven't eaten cereal in a while, and uh, what usually happens is I'll I'll get some cereal. And I'll uh, and I'll get some milk, and then I'll, I'll I'll eat the cereal, and I'll finish off the cereal box in like half of half of a gallon. Cause I'm not one of the people that likes a lot of milk in my cereal. I like just enough for me to have to like smash it down with a spoon in order to get it wet. Yeah. And um, and so I'll finish the cereal box, and I'll have like half a gallon, half of a half of a gallon of milk, and I'll I won't drink it because I don't like milk. I don't like it at all, yeah. and it just sits and and goes bad in in my refrigerator, and I feel so terrible that I just stopped getting cereal because I didn't want to waste milk. Right. And I'm thinking I probably could have just gone to the grocery store and gotten another box of cereal to finish off that milk, but I hate going to the grocery store, so I never went. So I just wasted wow. milk, so I stopped. So I got it now, and I'm thinking I may even upgrade to a gallon of milk and start eating cereal for two meals out every day i love i love cereal any time of day you know it's good Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i I will it's funny because i've had almost like a a flip flipped experience to cereal as you've had over the past week because i think i told you week before last i bought uh uncharacteristically of me i bought uh, a new type of cheerios called banana nut cheerios yeah that has like natural banana flavor in it it says natural banana flavor and other banana flavors in it and so I, I don't really know what that means, but it also came in a premium box, had about two bowls in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a, you know, for a healthy cereal, it it was actually pretty good. It would have been better if it had some like banana marshmallows in it, but I don't think the Cheerios would be considered by our our, our wide audience of listenership to be a, a healthy cereal. I think the regular Cheerios. Might be healthy. They boasted they're healthy on the commercials. Oh yeah, well, Honey Nut Cheerios would be on the on the uh, the healthy side of kicks to me, though. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I think kicks is sweeter. Speaking of awesome, let's move on to um, fast food. 
right. Let's do it. Another topic uh, of uh, under under the food umbrella would be. I feel guilty talking about divisive. Let me start out. Let let me give some let me give some context to this. Groove and I, for years, have gone have. Now that fast food places for years now have done late night menus where they serve late, um, Groove and I have for years hit up a variety of fast food restaurants late at night to get some food because yeah. we get hungry when we're hanging out and bullshitting about stuff and we go get some fast food. Um, and a couple years ago, I decided I was going to start cutting back on fast food because I saw that movie Supersize Me. <laughs> and I called Groove and he was just adamant he was like he was he, he was in denial over that movie he said that movie was fake it was propaganda well and that fast food is not like that and he was seriously willing to 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 die for his beliefs on that 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 that's movie not, that's not exactly how it went it, it is exactly how it went that's not exactly I called you and that. said, "Man, I, I think I, I just watched Supersize Me, man, and I I really think that I need to cut back on fast food. I don't think it's good." And you <laughs> you were all but saying that fast food was healthy, <laughs> and that movie was propaganda. Well, there well was, I heard I was, somebody on e, on NPR talk about it. I did. <laughs> what must be true if it was on NPR? Well, <laughs> I've cut back on my fast food as well. Now that I, I watched the movie, and I don't think everything in it is entirely <laughs> real. I think there's a little bit of movie magic in uh, it. But uh, plus, I hate that guy that did it. You're like you're like those 9/11 conspiracy theorists. <laughs> no, I'm not. In denial. Anyways, uh, um, here's some suggestions. <laughs> here's me going healthy on the. On the fast food, I went from eating JBCs. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about how you can eat healthy at the fast food restaurant. <laughs> give us the give, drop that knowledge on us. I want to hear. I want to hear what's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of getting a, a junior bacon cheeseburger, which JBC is you know short for junior bacon cheeseburger, which has been held in high regard by us for years and years. JBC. Pretty much the 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 best sandwich you can get. I don't know if you call it a sandwich. It's a burger. It's the best burger you can get for 99 cents at any fast food restaurant, period. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just the right. fact that it has bacon on it puts it over the top. It's not like a, a outstanding cheeseburger or anything, but it's got Ooh. bacon on it, and it's 99 cents. So. And you can you get it late bacon, at night. Yeah. You can, yeah. Add bacon, and it, it gets better. So instead of getting the JVC, I've gone healthy, and I get <laughs> I get the crispy chicken sandwich. <laughs> and I feel good about myself when I do that. And the to to put it in perspective, they like this is Wendy's food, and Wendy's does have a chicken sandwich that's like all uh, white meat, like non-processed. The crispy chicken sandwich is the reconstituted chicken mash, formed in a right. mold. Fried up, like the same thing they make fried. chicken McNuggets out of. And then they put one piece of lettuce that's about the size of a quarter, and then a, a whole dollop 
of mayonnaise. Yeah, on it. and that's healthy. That's healthier than a JBC. <laughs> also, when I go to Taco Bell, instead of getting a cheesy gordita crunch with meat, I get I substitute beans. <laughs> yeah, because it's the meat that's really bad for you on that, not the gallon of high cholesterol cheese they put on it. There's two different types of cheese on a cheesy gordita crunch. There's the nacho cheese that holds uh, that, that acts as the glue that holds the soft tortilla to the hard tortilla, and then they also put the sprinkle cheese on it as well. But I can't actually even stomach those that much anymore. Um, so now instead of getting those and substituting beans, I get, say, maybe a grilled stuffed burrito, but I ask for chicken instead of meat. <laughs> the healthy choice. The healthy choice. Chicken is healthier, so I, I get yeah. I eat birds. <laughs> eat birds. I, Fuck you, bird. <laughs> yeah, darn you, bird. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I miss how you used to be. I miss the old you. Yeah, you only like the old me. Yeah, I only like um, the old you. <clears throat> See, I love man. I I got my my weakness in life now is this Chick Fil A. I love Chick-fil-A, especially, man, I never seem to be up early enough for it, but I love their chicken biscuit. The Chick-fil-A breakfast is the best fast food breakfast around. I'm glad you say that, because I hear a lot of people say it's not, and I think it's just the biscuits are, like, buttery. I I challenge somebody to come up with a better breakfast fast food menu than Chick-fil-A. Yeah. There's nobody. Nobody. Continue. I always right. seem to get there. No, nah, I mean, I didn't have much of a point, but I always seem to get there at, like, I think they stop serving breakfast at 11. I always get there <laughs> at 10.59, and they're like, oh, we're, we don't have any more. I'm always just disappointed. Well, if you're going to eat breakfast at 11 o'clock, you're, you're going to be in for disappointment no matter where you go. I don't like to eat early because I'm not awake yet. Right, right. But if I am awake, I can't eat early in the morning because I, I feel sick. I'm allergic to being up early, and I get sick. And if I eat something too early, I'll just I'll just feel sick all day. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't really – I mean, I haven't really eaten breakfast at a fast food place in a long time. The only thing that I have eaten actually – oh, oh, God – is uh is the Starbucks breakfast? Yeah. Thing? Yeah, they've got these, you know, because they're trying to get more sales or whatever. In the oh, sales. those are good. You got me one of those uh, when we were uh, when we had the art sale, right? Tur- turkey, bacon, and egg. Yeah. Uh, turkey, turkey, mm-hmm. turkey, bacon, egg, and cheese. Yeah. yeah. But I had a guy, uh, and I was thinking, man, those are, those are pretty good. You know, those are probably considering it's Starbucks. These these might actually. I mean, they 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 say it's a reduced fat turkey bacon. Turkey bacon's and, and, shitty, man. Well, they uh, so I'm thinking, well, maybe these are like real eggs, you know, like maybe it's like good for you. Yeah, not right. Like good for you, good for you, but you know, fast not, food. Not terrible for you, yeah. Right, and my buddy worked at uh, he he just actually today started a new job, but he used to work at Starbucks, and um, <laughs> and he was like, he used to work on airplanes. He said it tastes like airplane food. I was like, but how do you guys make them? He's like, oh, they come prepackaged. We just throw them in the microwave. And it just destroyed me. I haven't had one since. I went on a spree there where I had like three in a row, like three days in a row. And then he told me that. No oh, man. That's yeah. that's got me thinking now about the experience I've had with turkey bacon recently. 
Which is like a big cliche now to talk about bacon. For some reason, bacon's real popular on the internet and stuff. People are getting bacon tattoos left and right, which I think is ridiculous. That's awesome. I like bacon, but it's just people just are going over the top with it. But I will say that like I like to get turkey sausage because it's like really lean and it's it's really good, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so I've been eating bacon. I've been on this bacon kick. And I was, like, making breakfast and stuff. And so I, I've been getting bacon, like regular pork bacon. And I saw the turkey bacon. I was like, well, I like turkey sausage, so I'll probably like turkey bacon. I could not have been more disappointed. Turkey bacon like tastes turkey like bacon. cardboard. No way, I couldn't dude. fry it to get it. I couldn't make it crispy at all. I fried it for, like, a day. I just left <laughs> it on low, let it simmer for a day, and it didn't get crispy. That's your fault for liking crispy bacon. Well, I don't always like crispy bacon, but sometimes I do, and I wanted some crispy turkey bacon. Turkey bacon tastes like bologna to me. It's like this reconstituted turkey. It's just awful. I will never make that mistake again. I'll not go down that road again. (laughs) Turkey bacon. um, Get that shit out of here. uh, Moving away from fast food and moving more towards the – traditional home-cooked meals. Um, I actually um, have cooked at my house five times. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually really – I'm looking forward to moving because I know that when we move, we're going to start cooking at home. I mean, I live by myself, so it's kind of, you know, the, the cliche, well, it's hard to cook for yourself, that rationalization. And uh, because you, if you're making a meal, you, you're going to have to make a meal for two. You can't really cook a single meal, which which any smart know. person would realize that that means you've made a meal for two, so you can eat on it for two days. Right. You, you just split it up and have leftovers the next day. The next day. Yeah. But to the person who wants to rationalize themselves out of cooking at home, that that's the and I've used that myself before. Yeah, and it leads to my stomach, you know, which is big. Anyways, so. I don't really I – I just have one meal that I can cook really, really well, and I, I actually made it um, for my girlfriend. Uh, it was the first time I ever cooked. I cooked her a meal for cereal? our one-year a- anniversary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cereal. And, uh, and then uh, the next time I cooked at home was for our two-year anniversary, and I cooked her the same meal. <laughs> and then she was disappointed when I didn't do it for our three-year anniversary. She's still waiting on that meal, that one meal. Which is like salmon and beans and rice. <laughs> uh, you just boil that salmon for about <clears throat> three minutes, and then and put some beans and rice together, and you got it. That's some gourmet type shit right there. That's romantic, dude. Yeah, that is romantic. Light a few candles. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, I rarely cook at home. Oh, I used to not ever cook at home. But now that I'm completely broke, um, mm-hmm. I eat at home quite a bit. And uh, I didn't realize this until my roommate brought it to my attention. But <laughs> I'm very, like, obsessive-compulsive about how I eat. I'll eat the same meal every day for, like, a week. Yeah. Like, the same thing. I'll get on these kicks. Like, I was on a, a peanut butter and honey sandwich kick. So for every meal, like, lunch and dinner for a whole, like, two weeks, that's all I ate. And I didn't I didn't realize I was doing it because I just I love peanut butter and honey sandwiches. And then my roommate was like, "You realize you eat the same thing every day?" And I got all embarrassed and like 
Switched uh, it up. <laughs> made, yeah, I had peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter, and, peanut butter and banana. Yeah. That is one thing that I can do at home a lot, is, is that I do eat, if I'm going to eat at home, I do eat a lot of sandwiches. I love sandwiches. I'll make anything a sandwich. I'll even take a cupcake, rip the bottom off of the cupcake, and put the put it on the top so it's like a cupcake sandwich. <laughs> Any, if, if I can make anything into a sandwich, it's on. That's how I'll eat it. That yeah. was actually the only way that I used to eat like crappy food at home. See, that's one of, another one of the things about my upbringing. We never went out to eat. Never. One, once a year on your birthday, you got to choose what you ate for dinner, and that was when we went out to eat. So you ate, your mom cooked for you the other times. It was actually right? my stepdad. He, okay. he cooked. Yeah, my mom he, uh, cooked every meal for us, too. Like, every day we would eat, and we rarely ate out as well. So Yeah. Which I'm thankful for because I, I ate a lot of good food, and I, I, I learned to appreciate a lot of different stuff because my mom always liked to try to cook new things. So. Well, my stepdad cooked chicken. <laughs> he cooked chicken every day I actually got to the point when I was like 12 years old I got my stepdad to cook like 365 ways to cook chicken and uh, and that was mainly just to get some diversity because I knew we were going to be eating chicken I just wanted to eat some different type of chicken and, and there was two other meals that he would and now don't get me wrong yeah for sure I'm grateful that, that we ate I mean we ate, that was the one thing we all had to sit down buy candlelight, and eat dinner every night. And I hated it as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Now, yeah, I mean, like, now it's like, oh, that was awesome, you know. We'd go through the day. Everybody would check in, you know, and say what they did that day. And I would, you know, I mean, every now and again I'd get booted from the table. Yeah, um, right, for some transgression. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, that sounds like such a cliche and everything, but if you think about it now, like, when do you really eat dinner with somebody, you know? Rarely, for me at least. You know, like, and it's it is kind of nice, like to to have had that because we had the experience growing up too. Um, mm-hmm. that we would all sit down and eat and talk about what happened in the day, but you know we had like a regular schedule. But I mean, it's hard for people now a lot of times. The, the one thing that always irked me, and this I, pissed me off so much, I'm I'm pissed thinking about it, is that my mom would, you know, we'd have dessert, we'd have to eat at least one bite of everything on our plate in order to get dessert. Yeah. And for dessert, like, say we had, like, Oreos, you know, in the freezer, and the serving size of Oreos is four. Yeah. She would only let us have two. Oh, that's the worst. That's, like, worse than not getting any Oreos. I would pull out the Oreo box and say, look, Mom, it says four. I should be allowed to have four. She'd be like, do you want to go to your room? (laughs) Like, only got four. And we would go out on on Halloween, and we get, you know, I mean, we get – pillowcase full of candy and we'd eat on that candy for a whole year until yeah. the next you know until next time we'd eat oreos once a year right before you know on like october 30th yeah when we ran out of you know, out of your candy, candy yeah but we would even even if it was the smallest like little you know those little strawberry candies that are wrapped in that strawberry cellophane yeah you know with like the weirdness on the middle she would only let us have one you, one treat you don't know where those things come from there's one company <laughs> that makes those things and i i got no clue Nobody knows what company yeah. that is. Yeah, because they never you, – you never see them sold. Yeah, they don't have a brand on them or anything. They're never for sale, and they're always in a glass dish somewhere. Yeah. You often get them if you get like – if you were to get like a mug, if somebody were to give you like a mug, like a gift mug that was all wrapped up, Yeah. it would have like the little cellophane grass in it like you get at Easter and maybe a couple yeah. of those in it. A couple of those, yeah. You so know? Where, the, where do they come from? <laughs> yeah, what is the origin of these things? 
I'd like somebody to email us and find out. I'd like somebody to just to email us. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. We did actually get a, uh, an email this week from uh, our friend Lise. Oh, I didn't see that. She was in contention for number one fan, and maybe maybe she will be next week. You never know. Maybe she listens this week and Play finds out. Play your cards right, Lise. You might. You might wind up being number one fan. Yeah. Um. So well, okay. So we'll just do one more one more thing about food because nothing we've said anybody can relate to yet. <clears throat> Worst or weirdest food experience? You want to go ahead? You got one? Oh man, that's tough. If you already have one, go ahead. I got one. Um, I got a buddy that um went to culinary school in California, and um he was in San Francisco and he was eating a lot of, a lot of really good sushi, you know, and he, he really developed it, his taste for it. And, and I am just as much, um, I, I place just as much value on texture as I do taste. Right. And, um, <clears throat> and he was talking about how, how good this one piece of sushi he had, uh, was and, and how I have to, every time I go eat sushi, I have to, find uh find it on the menu and see if they've got it and if they've got it fresh because it's only good fresh and whatever whatever you know and and so I'm I'm going out to eat some sushi every now and again you know that's like the that's like the really nice dinner you know that's yeah. like the treat that's where you you get paid and you go eat some sushi mm-hmm. and um so I'm out with Mackenzie or or somebody I can't even remember who I was with all I remember is that I finally got the piece of sushi that he was talking about and a sea urchin Oh, it's funny yeah. you mentioned that. It's isn't it called unagi? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, unagi. Well, I get some sea urchin, and it is literally eating a loogie. That's what it's you, eating a hocked up loogie. I'm I'm not convinced that somebody didn't just stand back there and hock oh. loogie on a piece of rice. Oh, that like, makes me sick thinking about it. It's, it's true though. It is the oh. texture of it is is a kind of. It's just I could take it even worse, but I'll stop right there. That's the worst thing I've ever eaten in my that, life. That is amazing because that you just stole mine. <laughs> seriously, seriously, that is that's the worst. And I've eaten stuff. I've had the uh, the fortune to be able to travel some to some places all over the world and. That is the worst and strangest thing I've ever eaten. I think. Yeah. Um, I'm good to chomp on some, you know, some squid. I'll eat the the suckers right off the legs of the squid, but I cannot. I could not uh, stomach it. It came in. I think I got nigiri, so it was like two of them. Yeah, that's how I had it too. I've only had yeah. it once, and I've had it. And in in Japanese culture, if I'm not mistaken, that is like one of the delicacies of the sushi uh, world. Is that like that's that's what you you know that's and and they, it's often priced that way too. <laughs> it's very expensive, and so I was like, "Well, I'll try it." And I'm I like to try new stuff, and and I you know I I try to keep an open mind about food, but that it really is like, and it didn't. The thing is, is like it would be one thing if it had that awful texture and it actually had like a really good flavor to it, but it, no, had it like, tasted like a booger too. Well, it had no flavor at all. It tasted salty like a booger. It's just this like watery like. Oh, oh! I'm just thinking about it. That's that's terrible. Uh, that's bad. Oh. I've had uh, one other. I've had baby octopus before. That was kind of weird because when you eat it, you just kind of eat the whole thing. 
Um, yeah. And it, you, you crunch up the little like beak part and everything. Yeah. It's kind of kind of disturbing. Well, I had a friend in high school who played baseball on the on the you know the varsity baseball team. Yeah. And at every high school, and I'm just saying this just because it just popped in my head, and it's whatever. They would always grill cheeseburgers at the baseball game. You could like you know pay some outrageous marked up price for them, and that was their fundraiser. Yeah. And um, and this kid Ryan Erickson, he would keep a cheeseburger in his back pocket, and he played like shortstop. <laughs> and he was he, no, he was a catcher. That's what he was. He was a catcher, and he would stand up at like, you know, when the when the pitcher was like changing or something like that, and he would pull a cheeseburger out of his back pocket and take a bite of it and put it back in his back pocket and then go back in the crouch position to to catch the baseball. And I thought it was it was awesome. It was <laughs> it was ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you got a a dirty, dusty cheeseburger that you're eating. You probably got granules of sand as you're chewing it. Sounds <laughs> yeah, that's about the jank toughest thing I've ever seen on a baseball field. Is this guy putting a cheeseburger in his yeah. back pocket and eating it? Have you have you ever eaten anything like insects or anything like that? You know that you kind of see on TV, like I actually. Um, <clears throat> uh, this is gonna sound weird. I don't know. I guess I was a bit of a weird kid when I was younger. <laughs> you ate bugs as a kid. Well, I, when I was in fourth grade, I remember this vividly. I w- every day when we went out on the playground, I would just go and I would just go find ants and I would eat ants. And um, <laughs> I didn't I explain I, so much. I, I, didn't <laughs> think, <laughs> I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I didn't think it was a Everybody problem. Everybody gave you a wide berth, didn't they? It <laughs> walked to the other side of the hallway when you were in the hall. It is true. Nobody really – I mean, I, see, I didn't think it was a problem because nobody was coming around me. I yeah. Mean, I was just eating ants. You know I mean? I was just over there in the corner <laughs> I'm eating ants. I'm a kid ants. Well, one day, my mom takes me to the doctor, and I had nothing wrong with me. Yeah. Nothing wrong. I just thought we were going to the doctor just because I was a kid, and I didn't think about anything. I just followed, you know? And uh, we get to the doctor, and the doctor sits me down, and he's like, David, I, I understand you've been eating ants. <laughs> <laughs> How did they know? Well, I later found out that, the, that, the, uh, that my teacher called my mom and told my mom that I was sitting on the playground eating ants. And I, I remember it vivid. I mean, I loved ants. I would eat the, uh, the, the big red ants were my favorite. Not, I don't think they were fire ants. I don't even know if fire ants really exist because I've never been bit by <laughs> yeah. ants. Okay, I've never, like, had a bad best, experience yeah. with the ants. Well, anyways, I would eat those, and I, in my mind, I remember thinking that they were the, they they tasted good. They were sweet for some reason. Like, I don't I don't think it was real. I was just telling myself this. I don't know. I had a massive inner monologue in my head always as a child. And the uh, – so she – my mom didn't even address it with me. She just took me straight to the doctor to get the doctor to tell me something. I guess I would have listened to the doctor when I didn't listen to her or something. Yeah. And he, t- he sits me down, and he's like, David, I want you to understand that what ants do is they, they line themselves. They cover themselves in poop. So when you're eating an ant, you're really eating poop, and it's really not good for you to eat an ant. And I don't even think – I don't even What? Know that, he made that up. I'm sure he did. That's a he lie. Never see ants near some poop. They, all you see ants doing is getting some delicious little crumbs, you know, sugary stuff. And I've always know. thought the ants were pretty clean, actually. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see them lining themselves with poop and a bug. Lining themselves. Where did he come up with that? That's the explanation he chose to use to try to <laughs> talk you down from the ledge. 
I'm eating ants. So I those, that's really the only insects I've ever eaten. Six legs, eight legs. That's pretty. Six um, legs, eight legs. Six legs, eight legs. That's pretty funny. That's pretty. A, actually, ants are uh, pretty. I think from watching uh, like the Anthony Bourdain shows and stuff, ants are pretty. Uh, a lot of cultures eat ants for protein, so well, it's not that weird. Right. It's just I'm weird because of I'm our cultural of inhibitions. Yeah. Maybe it was weird because I was a fourth grader. So you were such an open-minded fourth grader. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. My, 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 I've never eaten any insects like like that sort of stuff, but I, I would try it if it were like prepared, you know. Well, there's like chocolate-covered grasshoppers. Well, there. that's what I was gonna say. My mom has eaten chocolate-covered grasshoppers before, which grasshoppers creep me out. So I don't know if I could do that, but she's eaten. She said they were good. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. Um. I think that about does it for the food. Yeah. Um, we've actually talked for an hour now, so we should probably get on to um, – this week we're, we're in our in our ever-evolving, ever-changing podcast. We're going to be um, splitting up what's the hype a little bit. Um, last week we did what's the hype and what's not the hype, and we'll keep that. But also this week we're going to say what have you been listening to. Yeah. Um, to give you a little taste, since we disappointed so much of not doing the music episode, we're going to give you a little taste of – some music gonna, listening to you. So. Yeah, we'll suggest some. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just say um, this past week I've actually um, <clears throat> I've been hyped to this band that I had never – they're not new, but I had never heard of them before. And, in, in fact, I had a buddy of mine. He's been hyping them to me for like a month now. But um, I just found it more funny to, to dog on him <laughs> instead of actually checking out the CDs until he, he burned me two of their CDs. And I, I put them in the CD player, and I figured I was going to like it because he's got pretty good taste in music. But um, it's, a, it's a band called Cloud Cult, and um, there's a, they have a lot of, um, I don't know, influences that I can tell of. You know, that, that my, you know, I'm not qualified in any way, but I think, you know, I can, I can hear some. They sound a little bit, like on some songs, a little bit like the Flaming Lips, a little bit like Pinback and Modest Mouse, and... Uh, the slip. I mean, they've got a, a, a very diverse sound. Um, one of these, you know, non-genre defined sounds. You know, where they they bounce around a lot. And they got really good, really good stuff. And they actually, they're very focused on being environmentally friendly. And they've got like, um, they've got four albums out. But like every everything they do, their record label is like nonprofit, and they like <clears throat> they buy. Whatever it is, you know the the car, you know where you like you use so much energy, so you buy something else to carbon offset offsetting it. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, carbon offsetting their their albums, and which is a nice scam. I need to get in on that. <laughs> well, if you if you wanna if you wanna listen to them, I'm sure you can go to YouTube, um, and I would suggest listening to one song <coughs> called "No One Said It Would Be Easy." Um, that's a good. Um, kind of uh, bar to set for the band um that's that's one of the songs that i actually can recognize you know i'm, I'm only just now listening to these two albums and <laughs> actually in fact a funny story with this because as much as i hate this kind of guy i still feel like i need to impress this kind of guy as i was i was going into um this pizza place this past week uh, called Stefano's, and it's in Knoxville. It's only Knoxville, you know. I mean, it's one of these pizza places that is indigenous to the town that it's in. And um, that's that place that, near campus that we've been to that you've yeah. been to before. Okay, 
Yeah, it's thick yeah. crust, Chicago-style pizza. It's really sweet sauce. And, and the guys in there are all, like, real heady. You know, they think they're, you know, uh, misunderstood by society, beatnik, wannabe kind of guys. And they uh, – They only like their old stuff? Is that the They definitely of? only like their old stuff. <laughs> and and I, when I walk in there, I, I have to put on my, you know, my, my hard face, you know, of like I'm not going to – I'm not going to act like I'm impressed by your music or your taste or anything like that. You know, I'm just going to order my pizza and I'm going to go eat my pizza with my friends. I'm going to enjoy the pizza. But um, they were playing Explosions in the Sky in in the back, you know, in the kitchen area. When you, you walk in, you walk up to the, the bar and you order and then you go, you go sit down, you know, and, and, and there's no wall separating the kitchen from the place that you order. And so I heard it, and I was like, oh, Explosions in the Sky. And I was saying that to my friend that I walked in with, who's actually the guy that suggested Cloud Cult to me. And the guy that was taking our order, he's got this huge, like, curly hair afro, and he's like, oh, you like you like Explosions in the Sky? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> he goes, literally, uh, this is a quote. He goes, he, he starts ringing us up, and then it, like, dawned on him. And he looks at me, and he goes, congratulations, you listen to good music. <laughs> and I was stunned. I was like, this guy just congratulated a stranger for listening to, you know, a CD that he likes to listen to. And I was just like, ah, oh, get me out of here, you know. But so two days later, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Two days later, I'm uh, I, I, I like thought about that for a minute. I was like, God, you know, like I don't want to impress this guy. I don't want to validate his, that statement at all. But at the same time, like, I want to prove that I'm on the level. And I hate that part about me, but it's there. The gauntlet has been thrown down. It's there. So I'm listening to this Cloud Cult CDs, you know, two of them, and I'm I'm really liking them. I'm trying to listen to them as much as possible. And um, (laughs) I go back because Mackenzie and I are babysitting for a friend of ours, and she had asked me to go pick up some Stefano's pizza so that we could eat dinner while we were babysitting. (sighs) And I call in the order, and – I show up a couple minutes early, and the same guy's there, and he's like, oh, your pizza's going to be a minute. I'm like, all right, man, well, are you going to work till close? Because when, 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 when the store closes, um, they don't kick everybody out, but they close the door, and they start cleaning up, and they turn the music on really, really loud, like so loud you can't really hold on a conversation, which is, you know, it's all right. It's cool, whatever. And um, <clears throat> they really jam out to their music, and I'm like, all right, well, you're working till close. So I go back out to my car. And get one of these Cloud Cult CDs, and I bring it back in to to let this guy listen to this. Who this guy who I don't know, who I have absolutely nothing to prove, but I wanted, I just want, I had to. It was a compulsive oh. a compulsion, you know. And so, I, <laughs> I I haven't gone back to pick up the CD since, and I think I might just wind up buying the CD and and never going back to that place again because I just I don't know if I can face him. The only way to win that fight is to not enter the battle. David, mm-hmm. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you know, it's just like that dude. There's no way you're gonna win against that guy. Well, it's not. That guy. I mean, he was really, he was really appreciative. You know, it's like, oh, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, we'll take good care of the CD. Come back whenever you want and get it. You know, and he was like, nice. But I know when I go back in there, he's gonna have some criticism for it. Yeah, yeah it's all right. Like, oh, yeah, uh, but the tone was, you know, I just didn't really, you know, it's not that I didn't get it. It's just that I didn't really like it as much as this other band who I think you should listen to. You know, they're like, really oh. just, yeah, they're kind of just trying to sound like such and such. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what it was. Shut up. <laughs> I was just trying to give you a new CD to listen to. Yeah. 
So that's that's what I've been listening to, and um, and that's cool. but the the CDs are good. Um, Feel Good Ghosts is the album that has No One Said It Would Be Easy, and that would be the one that I would recommend somebody to listen to. It's pretty pretty accessible. If you like just like general music, like good music or whatever, then check them out because um, I don't think they're too far in left field for anybody to um, to prevent anybody to appreciating them. Yeah, you've been trying to hype me up to them, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to check them out. <laughs> Definitely. <clears throat> um what I've been listening to, um, I've, I'm in the process of editing the surf kayaking movie that I've been working on for far too long. Um, but in the process, I've gotten all these – I and the guy that I work with on these videos, we get this music from a lot of smaller bands and smaller labels to use in our videos. We get permission for it. And uh, so I've been exposed to a lot of cool bands that I wound up really liking a lot. And uh, this – I just got this – uh, album from this guy named Chris Wollard, W-O-L-L-A-R-D, Chris Wollard, and the Ship Thieves. And Chris Wollard is actually the lead singer of a band called uh, Hot Water Music. I don't know if you've ever heard of them before, but no, they're uh, kind of a hardcore band, sort of along the lines of Bouncing Souls or something. Um, Which doesn't give anybody any frame of reference. Well, maybe not, maybe not you, but other people. I mean, okay. those are the, Hot Water Music and Bouncing Souls, they're pretty pretty well-known in the hardcore scene and stuff. Uh, H2O is another band like that. But anyway, he's like kind of this hardcore singer, and he you know, screams a lot on that on the Hot Water Music stuff. But um, this is like a different style. It's kind of a country rock feel to it, yeah. and uh, it's pretty good. So check it out. Chris Wollard, uh, check out No no Exception, I think, is the one of the songs that's really good. If you like that song, get the rest of it. He's probably on MySpace. I don't really know. Um, or YouTube or Groove Shark is another good place to go to find music. Pandora. Pandora. Last <laughs> FM. All those places. So check out Chris Wallard and the Ship Thieves. Give him a shout and out. Cloud Cult actually has their own website, just cloudcult.com. Um, and from there, you can get a link to their MySpace page, which I'm sure is just MySpace backslash CloudCult, but I don't want to say that for sure. But you can listen to their music on that. Yeah, nobody's yeah. going to listen to either of these bands that we yep. So Everybody's, let's right everybody's turned off the podcast by this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's too long. It's too long. Uh, well, what have you been hyped on this week? Um, What's the hype? What is the hype? Shit, I just forgot it. Okay, I'll go with you. Go, you go for it. <laughs> uh, for me, it's it's a return to the NBA playoffs. I I've been trying not. We don't. I didn't want to talk about it last week because we spent so much time talking about it two weeks ago. But I am. I've dived headfirst. Dived. I dove. I have. I've been watching a lot of. Dovin, yeah. <laughs> Dovin into headfirst in these playoffs and and. A couple of weeks ago, I thought the Rockets were my favorite team. This past week, I, after Yao Ming got hurt, hairline fracture in his left foot, I turned on the, this game and, like, I was watching the Rockets spank the Lakers. And I'm telling you, I was jumping up and down, screaming. My cats were running away scared, clapping. <laughs> I have not been that into a basketball game since uh, – 2007 when Villanova was playing against UNC in the Sweet 16, I guess it was, or the Elite Eight. I can't remember. I'm sure Josh Gray will remember um, because 
UNC won by a controversial call at the end of the game. Um, but I've just gotten really into um, watching these playoffs more so than I was when the first round was going on. And I feel like I know the stories of all these guys on this Rockets team. And I just, I, I don't know. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, the, I mean, the yeah. matchups now, I mean, we've progressed now. And so you've got less, um, you know, less teams playing and there's, there's four series or four, four series going on right now. And two of them are really good and nail biters and the other two, not as interesting. I'm not going to say they suck um, because they don't suck, but it's like they're kind of blowouts and, um, you know, like the Cavaliers have still yet to lose in a game or even be close to losing. And then the Nuggets um, <clears throat> playing against um, – shoot, I just lost it. Who are the Nuggets playing against? Uh, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, they won on a controversial call as well, and the NBA actually said that it was a bad call and that maybe it would have changed the outcome of the yeah, game. Yeah, they beat, they beat like in the past – Six games, they've beat their opponent by like 20 points or something. Mm-hmm. I think in the playoffs. I, yeah, I, I've been getting really into it too. And like I, uh, I've been following the the Rockets Lakers series that you, mostly because you like the Rockets, and I've gotten into that team because of that. And uh, the other one is the Celtics uh, Orlando series because for whatever reason, I kind of default to the Celtics. I like the players on the team and everything. And they had they had a game last week against the Magic where I was doing the same thing, jumping up and down and screaming and stuff yeah. because they were coming back from a from a big deficit. And I knew that I truly, like, I've been dabbling in being an NBA fan again, and I knew that I was truly a fan when yesterday, when uh, I was going uh, going out with my girlfriend, I texted you to tell you to please text me the scores from the games as they were happening. Yeah. Um, where, whereas before I would have just looked it up later or not really cared. And Yeah. Yeah, it's the hype now. I mean, after these um, four series are finished, then we get into the conference finals, and I encourage everybody to start watching so you can have some context when we talk about it because yeah. we will definitely be talking about it um, in the future. Tonight is uh, two more games, uh, but it's Cleveland against Atlanta and the the Mavericks. That's who the Nuggets are. The, Maver- the two shitty Thomas. series are on tonight if you want to see those. Yeah. Maybe, the Hawk <laughs> well, get, maybe the Hawk will get loose again. And yeah, right. LeBron James is awesome. He scored 47 points in the last game against Atlanta. And it's almost as if Atlanta is um, – is another another quote from Charles Barkley, He's who is just awesome to watch. He's yeah. so much fun to watch. He's hilarious. He's talking about – the Atlanta guy is just asking for LeBron James' autograph and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get your autograph. So uh, like, that's my height this week. Did, yeah. Did you yeah. Your uh, well, one last note on that. I've talked to three of our listeners who have actually said that they're following the NBA playoffs now because of our podcast on the NBA playoffs. That's pretty cool. That's kind of cool. Our shitty knowledge – of the sport has led to other people wanting to to it shows that anybody can watch and enjoy an NBA game because you don't have to know anything about basketball. Get in the hole. Get in the hole. Oh, by the way, the lines that come out from the basketball goal to the free throw line, yeah. that's called the key. Booyah. <laughs> knowledge. Put your hands in the air. Your hands. We had a knowledge. Super fan Barrett Fisher tell us that. So, uh. um yeah. Anyways, and by the way, one more note on this, and I'm going to be watching it, and I know you hate him, 
But on Saturday night on ESPN, I think it's at 9.30 p.m., um, Spike Lee has done a documentary on Kobe Bryant, and it's, it's a day in the life of Kobe. It's called Kobe Doing Work. It's going to be aired without commercials on ESPN Saturday night, and it is um, last year or maybe even two years ago. It's just like 30 cameras and tons of microphones, and it's, it starts in the morning of a game that they had against San Antonio, and it just follows Kobe all day long. And granted, a lot of people can hate on him, and a lot of people do hate him for various reasons, you know, on-court and off-court behavior. But um, but he is, in my opinion, the, the greatest basketball player in the NBA right now. And <clears throat> just, I think it's going to be cool to watch, and I'm definitely going to be talking about it next week. So well, if you want to have some context, listen, watch it, yeah. watch it this Saturday night, and whether or not you hate him or love him, it doesn't matter. It's going to be cool to. I'm not. Cool. I'm not a Kobe fan, but I am a Spike Lee fan, so I might check that out. I didn't know about that. Yeah, Spike Lee did it. I mean, if anything, it's going to be cool because you always want to know how much shit they're talking. Oh, that's another cuss word. How much they're talking <laughs> on on the on the basketball court, you know? And it's got the microphone the whole time. Oh uh, yeah, you, you want to know when, when you just see them mouthing things on the court, you want to know what they're really. <laughs> Which you can. A lot of people, uh, and this will bring it up. Uh, God, we, I can talk about this NBA playoffs forever. Chris Anderson, Fohawk. Birdman. 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 They were the last Nuggets game, they were all over his jock. Just telling his life story. They may as well have done a documentary on him during the game. Because all they did was talk about him and they showed pictures of two thousand one when he first came in the NBA. He had one tattoo and a bowl cut. And now in two thousand nine he's got like uh, he spent seven hundred thousand dollars on tattoos. It's what it seems like. Not literally, but he's spent so much money on tattoos. He's totally tatted up. He's got that faux hawk with all the gel in his hair. He's he's rocking. He's still. I thought it was just for one game. He was going to be doing that, but he's still wearing that faux hawk. And and um, and it was. Oh, they had him after he got he he got called for a foul, and you could just see clearly. Him say that's fucking bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you just said, oh, look at you finding. No, that was I'm just quoting somebody. No, that doesn't count. Fine, twenty (laughs) five dollars. I'm about to buy a. Be able to buy a lot of JBCs with that. A lot of crispy chicken. I got it, man. My favorite player in the playoffs is this dude named Scalapini who plays on the Celtics. I call him Couch Potato. (laughs) <laughs> he's just this dude he's you would not expect he is not a basketball player he's like a fan who want to be a celtics for a for the playoffs contest the play, yeah they're playing him a lot more than you would think they'd be playing but he's him. actually pretty good but he does not have the body he's like this kind of a he's got kind of a gut and he's real pale really pale red hair little goatee he looks he's like he's 40 he's a celtic yeah, he <laughs> looks like the mascot. Yeah, <laughs> he's he he is the toy you get in the Lucky Charms box. Yeah, he is a leprechaun. I and I call I call him I call him Couch Potato because he doesn't come off the bench; he comes off the couch. <laughs> he's actually last last year when the Celtics won um, the NBA championship, he didn't play at all in the playoffs at all. And they and and in the you know the press conference they had after the game, one of the reporters asked him like, "How does it feel to be uh, on a championship team where you didn't play at all during the playoffs?" And he's like, "That feels great." He's like, "You know, I mean, you guys weren't on the team, and so <laughs> yeah. you're never going to get to have that." And then he said, "He said, you know, here in a couple of years, maybe I'll be able to say that I played a couple minutes 
and then by the time I got grandkids, I'm going to tell them I was the MVP. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he was on the roster, so he got a ring. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's all that matters. You ain't got no ring. So, he's playing this year, though, yeah. and I can't, I can't wait to hear him in the press conference. He is, man. He gives game. me hope. He makes me think I could go play some basketball, which I'm terrified. Terrible at basketball, but he makes me think I could beat Tiger Woods at golf. Yeah, he's just that dude. You, you, you should watch the series just to see him. They will put a picture. Just to of see him. him. I mean, I seriously, just yeah. We I'm gonna to put up that picture. There's a picture of Paul Pierce who looks like he's riding a horse. <laughs> Did you see that picture I sent it to you? No, that's Rondo that looks like he's riding a horse. No, no, it's 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 Paul Pierce because he's got a picture of Scalapini and the guy Noah from the Bulls, and they're like Dude, they got these basketball poses, and then there's a picture of Paul Pierce next to them, and he looks like he's riding an imaginary horse. He's like galloping you, down the court. You're not gonna post it because it is Rondo, and you're gonna realize you're wrong. It's not Rondo. It's Rondo. I will bet you on this podcast right now a thousand dollars. <laughs> I will bet you $1,000 that that is Paul Pierce. I'll bet you the $25 that I put in a jar. A thousand bucks, buddy. If you're no, so I'm confident not. on it. I don't I don't have to bet a thousand dollars. You're backing on. out. You're you're soft. Soft. That is Paul Pierce. I'm gonna put it up, and everybody's gonna see that you owe me a thousand bucks. Not everybody. Like three people, because the amount of listeners we have. Compared to the amount of people that actually look on our Twitter feed for the episode notes, it's yeah. got to be only three people. Let's keep going. All right. Um, my what's the hype? We don't really have to talk about it, but I saw this new Star Trek last night, and it was really good, Ooh. and I think people should see it. Uh, even I'm not that big of a Star Trek fan, so I don't know how I would like it if I was a big Star Trek fan, but I know some, you know, I've watched some of the other movies and watched the series when I was a kid and stuff, but um, it's good. It's a fun movie. So. Yeah, I did um... – I watched it too last night. We we went to see the same movie thirty minutes apart in two separate towns. Yeah. And um, I enjoyed it a lot. In fact, when I it, it's been a long time since I walked out of a movie and didn't know where I was. You know what I mean? You're that immersed in a movie where you're, yeah. in, you're like, what town am I in? What time is it? You know that kind of thing. Usually, I'm pretty good about that when I leave. But um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I'm, I, well, yeah, me as well. I'm a next generation kind of guy. I've seen probably 15 episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation, and I've only seen maybe three or four episodes of the original Star Trek. So that but, makes uh, you a next generation kind of guy, because you only watch. But I like Jean-Luc Picard. But the, um, the, yeah, I could recognize like it seems like a pretty good enough synthesis of of fanboy treatment and new person treatment, and obviously. Um, they've got the hype behind them with J.J. Abrams. I mean, on Sunday, I think the numbers were at 72 million. So I don't know if they broke 100 million in the first weekend, but when we went to the theater, it was 7.30 on a Sunday night. I expected us to get in there and just, you know, there maybe be 10 other people in the theater, but that that, that theater was packed. Yeah, our, the Sunday theater night. was packed when we went too, so. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was a lot of laughs that, that um, I mean, it's got its, it's got its moments. I mean, it's pretty good. It's fun. It's cool to see. It's Silent. cool because it's kind of a like it's like a reboot of the series, but they still like left it to where they didn't disrespect the old series and movies and stuff. Yeah. So it's a, it was a good. It was good for them to take it as a like they're starting out stories. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You no, know, start and, and continue. So we'll, yeah, yeah, I hope fun. they make a sequel to it, and I think. That it, that, I mean, they've set it up in a way that I think they could. They I think could that, well, I think they've actually, if it's a success, the contract that Abrams signed was for two more. 
Yeah. I, I think. It, that, it was either that or with Wolverine, which we don't need to talk about Wolverine because we actually received some hate um, for giving a Wolverine a thumbs up last oh. week. And um, so... Whatever. I think that may have been the one that has a, a trilogy option if it did yeah. well. But I can't I I can't imagine that they weren't that they aren't planning to make a sequel to Star Trek. Like it's just yeah. the way they set it up, it really I don't know. It's this summer's Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. For sure. it, it surprised me. I didn't expect I, I actually got a little bit excited before we went to see it and it it exceeded my expectations. So I think it's good. Check it out and Yeah. Go watch that. So that was my what's the hype. So what's uh what's not the hype this week? Well, being that uh, I'm moving, I'm I'm getting planned to move, and I and I was um, calling up U-Haul and Penske this week to make a reservation for a truck to move, and I, it's really just it's not that big of a deal, but it's definitely dealing with those companies is not the hype. No, um, it's a pain in the ass. Let's be clear about it. To to get yeah. a moving van. Is a pain. I wound up. I wound up going with Penske, and um, <laughs> this is, is going to sell me out because I told Mackenzie that I had really good negotiation skills, <laughs> and and luckily she she, she didn't no listen to that. episode four at all, so she's probably not going to listen to episode five. And I know my parents ain't listening to it, and the, and, and my parents are the ones that I hyped up my negotiation skills to, and as well as Mackenzie. And I told them, yeah, I got this and this and this. Um, for cheaper rates and stuff, but really the truth of the matter is I called up, and I was on the, like, central reservations line. Yeah. And this la- I'm talking to this lady, and, like, um, I, I was like, uh, she was like, how many hand trucks do you need? I was like, I'll get two, and she's like, that'll be $40. I was like, I go, what? Fuck that. I'll get one. And she goes, okay, well, I'll give you two just for the price of one. And I was like, all right, done. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't expect to get two after I said I'd just get one. Yeah. Like who's gonna pay that much money for just some hand trucks just to make it easier? Like I don't even need one. If so I you negotiated one. without trying to negotiate, without even knowing that you were negotiating. Yeah, and the yes. only thing I did negotiate with was like U-Haul was gonna give me four days and Penske was gonna give me three, and I was like, well U-Haul is gonna give me four, and she was like, okay, you can have the fourth one free. Like it didn't even take anything. Like I was just like, well, I want more, one more day. She was like, yeah, you got it. And uh, and then the uh, we were thinking about towing a car. Um, and there's two different types of trailers you can have. One that just has the two wheels, and you're pulling the car, and then the other one where you, like, drive the car on up to the trailer, mm-hmm. and, it, and it tows it, and the car doesn't touch the ground at all. And I was like, uh, I don't know which one I need. I was like, I'll just I'll just get the two-wheel one, and if I need, I'll call back and change it. And she's like, well, I'll just give you the four-wheel one for the price of the two-wheel one. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, what? Like, really? Like, you you just threw that at me. I didn't even ask for it. You just threw it at me. So, I obviously, I went on to tell Mackenzie, I was like, I got another day free. I got a hand truck free. And I got the four-wheel trailer for the price of the two-wheel trailer. I'm really good. And uh, everybody was, well, she was impressed. And, and the truth of the matter is, I didn't really do anything with it. But it's not the hype. I mean, they're just, it was just crappy. Yeah, <laughs> you just uh, you just used the F word again too. Did I? You did. You said fuck that. <laughs> well, I was just telling the story of before the cleanse started. Mm-hmm. You keep putting these uh, disclaimers on this. Let's just keep moving on. Let's just keep moving. On. <laughs> Let's talk about you, not me. Um, <laughs> my what's not the hype is today. We're late recording the podcast today because I woke up to what what I call a maelstrom of. 
tweets, uh, phone calls, emails, and basically text messages and every other way to communicate with me, even people knocking on my door. <laughs> Just an overload of people trying to get in contact with me about various things. Some things related to work, some things just about bullshit. And it was so much that it was just an overload, and I couldn't I couldn't focus on anything, um, any well, one thing. And so that's why we're late doing this podcast today. I can I can relate to that. I, when I started using Twitter. I was like, let me, you know, I got unlimited text messages, okay? So I don't care how many text messages I get, or so I thought. I didn't care how many text messages I got. So when I got on Twitter, I decided to m follow Mobily via text message, like everybody that I was following. And it, it turned out some people, you know, didn't really update much, whatever, whatever. So when somebody updates, you know, it, it sends me a text message, and I can read what they wrote. And, um... It's cool because I'm not around a computer all the time, and, you know, I think it's cool. I want to follow, see, see what people are saying on Twitter, you know. And I've got, I follow two, these two celebrities, and for some reason, because I've started using TweetDeck, I'm not going to the original Twitter page, and so I, I just haven't gotten around to stop following these people mobily. But John Mayer and Rain Wilson tweet more than God. And, yeah. And I get more text messages from those tw Twitter updates than I do any other text message combined. And it's so frustrating that I'll wake up, at, you know, to go to work or something at like 5.45 in the morning, and I've got like 25 text messages, and they're all Rain Wilson and John Mayer. And it's like I probably shouldn't even say that I'm following John Mayer on Twitter, but I am, and I'm not going to apologize. I, I follow it. Rain Wilson. I don't follow John Mayer, but my girlfriend does, and she loves his tweets and stuff. I just, man, that John Mayer's got a good thing going on. He really does. He does. Everybody does. likes him. Yeah. Well, some people don't like him, but that, that, it's really, I mean. It's yeah, not, but those are the people that just don't like people who, who other people like. Those are just haters. You know, in general, most people like John Mayer on some level. Even if yeah. they don't like his music, they like him. <laughs> yeah. So I need to get around to stopping that. So I can relate to what you're talking about, but it's only text messages on from Twitter. It's just. It's just the, and I was following Questlove, and he tweets about a million times in a moment. And then also in Guy Corral, who's one of the podcast contributors on on Out of the Game, and he's used to be a writer for Newsweek. Yeah. And if you've ever heard him on the podcast, you know he, he used tweets to be a whole articles on. Tw Twitter. <laughs> he, he tweets epics. It's just I don't get the mobile updates on my phone, but I try to keep up with what people are saying because, I mean, people send cool links out and stuff that I like to check up on. But it was just like today it was everything just intersected and just blew my mind. And I just – I'm still, like, shaken by it because I, I still haven't, like, tied up all the loose ends from my day. Yeah. So it, it gets overwhelming. So many ways to communicate with people. Imagine what did we do, like – Ten years ago, we got a lot oh, yeah. more done. That's one thing. For the, we got for the record, before the podcast is over, I was wrong about the picture. <laughs> it is it is Paul Pierce. Joey sent it to me on the computer. I just <laughs> sent it to him <laughs> with a nice little <laughs> passive-aggressive message. It said, oh, is Rodno number 34 these days? It is Paul Pierce. Uh, it does look like he's riding a donkey, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got. I got to put that on the show notes. This is a great picture. Two dudes in basketball poses and Paul Pierce riding an imaginary horse. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Well, we're getting near the end of the. Uh... Are we? I could keep going a few hours. <laughs> I feel good about it. I think this well, is going to be our. This is our week. Yeah, we we finally reached it. Like three-hour podcast about food, cereal, and and what we're about to get to now, which is our grab bag topic of the day of the week, and it, and it's called bucket of dicks. And uh, <laughs> Joey's gonna explain that. Okay, so bucket of dicks is the thing we kind of started uh, where I started sending uh, Groove picture messages of people uh, parked real shitty, like or in real shitty cars, you know, like giant Hummers or whatever. Like uh, people who park and block handicapped spots and stuff like that. Or it's like based... people that double park so that their car doesn't get scratched. Yeah, so that their giant truck doesn't get scratched. You know, that sort of thing. That's, that's what I consider a, those people, they're a bucket of dicks. You know? And yeah. so uh, we do that, and we often, he'll send me pictures of people doing shitty stuff on the road or whatever. And so it's just kind of like, and it's not limited to people the way that they deal with their cars or whatever. It's just people who are shitty and do shitty things are bucket of dicks. So so wh- what's your bucket of dicks for this, for this week? Well, just a side note, I, I just got a, uh, <laughs> I, I just got a text message from one of our listeners, Little Teeter. And he says two things. Number one, I need J-Ho's number from you. And number two, I'm number one fan for streaming the podcast from my iPhone on my 10-hour drive for three straight hours. So I guess he just listened to three episodes in a row from his iPhone on a drive. You don't get no love for mentioning an iPhone. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> get it out of don't, don't give him my number, please. But that, but that, you know what? That's, that's proof. I have had people ask me to be number one fan. And, and you know what? Adam from Florida, Gulfstream Blues, never once asked to be number one fan. That's right, and that's why he's the number one fan. Humble people. Be humble. <laughs> you get rewarded. You get rewarded. Don't, give, uh, don't give Teeter my number, please. I've been trying to put him. I'm going to send it to you right now. No, don't you do it. All right, so, so, so your bucket of dicks for the week. My bucket of dicks for the week is actually not – uh, has nothing to do with cars. I've 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 started um, this week. I started playing some video games again. I, I've been haven't played like a major video game, like a AAA video game, which is one you know that you put in the console, or whatever. I've been playing downloadable games, whatever, whatever. So I started playing Call of Duty Four again, uh, which I haven't played in like like five months at least. And um, and I get on and I start playing by myself, and um, it's just a bucket of dicks playing right now because they all. Uh, you know, there's one style where you can play where you're like one team against another, but yet you can kill people on your own team, but it, you're not supposed to, you know, you get like docked points for yeah. that and that kind of stuff. But I've just been getting murdered by the people on my own team just uh, on purpose, not, not even accidentally, not a random grenade or something, but people coming up behind me and just knifing me in the back and that kind of stuff. So it's just a bucket of dicks. I hate playing video games by myself. The relative anonymity of Xbox Live just allows people to be a bucket of dicks. Yes, yes. The best is when it's like some 10-year-old kid. It sounds like a little 10-year-old kid, and they're saying cuss words to you you never heard before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, it, and it's usually got a really bad slant to it. So. Right, and, and they make you feel bad about yourself? <laughs> For playing yeah. video games with 10-year-olds. No, just like they say things that just get to you. You're like, holy shit, a 10-year-old just made me feel bad about myself. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. So that's that's my bucket of dicks. Well, my bucket of dicks is like the the ultimate, the king of the bucket of dicks, if you will. I was at the beach this weekend at a surf kayak competition, and we were in the parking lot, and this truck, this big truck, it would have been big anyway. It was some big like F five fifty or something. Yeah. There is such a thing. And F1, it was thousand. It was jacked up like on on this like monster truck frame. With these huge wheels. I got no idea how that guy climbed up into that truck. But he comes rolling through the parking lot. And lo and behold, it's who is driving it but that guy. Yeah. You know that guy. He, he, he just, like, has this – he has his hat on backwards. He's, like, looks kind of fratty or whatever. And he's just, like – he's, like, smiling ear to ear because he's got this giant truck. And whenever I see a big car like that, I'm not that environmentally conscious. But it just makes me think, you know what? You're the reason we're paying this much for gas. Don't blame anybody else, politics or anything. It's because you got that ridiculous car, you bucket of dicks. <laughs> and I was going to take a picture of it, but he drove off, presumably to go to the gas station, because I imagine he can only go about a block before he needs to fill up again. <laughs> and he just drove off. And I just wanted – I was like, man, if I had if I had the energy to climb up into that truck and, and hit you, I probably would right now just for having that truck. What kind of music was he playing? He didn't play. I couldn't hear it because his truck was so loud, you know. So I don't. I have no idea what he was playing. He was probably playing Slipknot or something. Got some Flowmasters on. Yeah. Man, this this giant truck, man. Oh my God, it was terrible. Awful human being right there. Bucket of dicks. Bucket of dicks. So if you if you see somebody double parked. Or triple parked, or the one bucket of dicks that uh, Jigga sent me about a month ago is a guy parked along the the line that you pull up to, and he was like parked in six parking spots. Um, if you see any of those, take a cell phone picture, send it to us on our uh, on a, at our email address. I only like their old stuff. Com. We'll try to get some of those pictures posted on Twitter. If you if you if you see bucket of dicks, you go ahead and forward that on to us. And as far as I'm concerned, that's it for this week. Uh, episode five. We I made can't it. Remember. I can't, yeah. Best if episode you're still ever. Listening, pat yourself on the back if you made it to the end of this episode. Do it right now. Pat yourself on the back. I know I am. My throat's my throat's sore from talking so yeah. much. Well, we will. Uh, we'll see you folks next week. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, play out the music here. Have a good week. It's hard to see what I've been thinking. Baby, don't leave me.